someone who it's been more than a year and they're just like they've wandered away don't waste their time with hey check out some of our reviews just show them what's going to work which is hey this thing's 40 percent off right now like whoa that's what's going to get the engagement someone who is actively shopping you they're engaged they're interested yeah show them like the additional side messages and the additional branding and focus that on them if you really want to improve your inboxing the easiest thing you can do to optimize that is to start sending more emails to your engaged users and less emails to your less engaged users. And you're going to see, hey, wow, these recent buyers really, really have an awesome click-through rate and revenue. And all oh, these stale prospects, they're stinkers, right? We're making over your email channel right now. If you're a D2C brand on Shopify and you're not using Black Crow, then you're leaving significant revenue on the table. Black Crow uses your own data to help you identify customers returning to your site who would otherwise remain anonymous. The more customers you can identify, the more email and SMS abandonment messages you can send. You'll see incremental revenue almost immediately without having to change any of your existing flows. The best part? All it takes is a one-click integration. There's zero development work required. Head on over to blackcrow.ai DTC to get started with a free 30-day trial. It's all killer, no filler. And as always, we're doing it live here with Jordan Gordon, head of retention at Pilot House. Today, I've been told we're talking about Black Friday inboxing, but now I've been updated that it's, it's evolved a little bit more than that. Jordan once again has his cue cards. We've got Cam joining. This is a real special event. Heat of Q4, building up to, uh, to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Jordan, what do you have for us? Right now, we're just in the thick of it. I'm just like updating segmentation and pushing briefs through and getting messages launched. So, you know, all this stuff is it's just like really, really, really fresh on my mind. I just wanted to convey that to people who are just about to launch a whole lot of messages and just want to get the most they can out of those messages. So again, yeah, the talk started as Black Friday inboxing, but everything's so interconnected, right? You know, everything touches everything else in email. And so I ended up just having to make it a complete email performance makeover. If you just pay attention to these things and launch these things incrementally, start small, just give it a try, but do these things, especially continuing into next year, you're gonna transform your email program. Each of these things I'm gonna discuss is probably its own 20 minute podcast, um, but uh, we're gonna just do it and you're gonna have everything you need. Watch it three or four times and, and you'll, you'll have everything you need to launch, yeah? The people love makeovers, so let's give them what they want. Let's go, makeover. So we'll start with you know where, where I was thinking when we first started it, which is like, how do we keep these deployments clean in Black Friday? So first, just some stuff that you should be doing. Bounce exclusions. And I'll just talk about like exactly, exactly how I do it. So first of all, if it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, just exclude anyone who's bounced ever, right? Like you just want to have a really, really low bounce rate because you're going to send, you're probably going to be send, sending more messages than you feel comfortable doing. So just go through and make an exclude and apply it to every message has bounced ever. Now, for a little more finesse, the way you do it all year long for a makeover is um, exclude anyone who's bounced three or more times or has bounced type hard or has bounced in the last 90 days. And what that means is someone, since it's three or more in this last 90 days, someone has a lot of these bounces are their, the mailbox is full because they're not checking their mail. So it's like, okay, well, that'll happen three times in, in 180 days. So look, if you haven't checked your email in six months, we don't want you anymore. Right? So this kind of just cleans up your, this one right here, you can run all year long and it just clean th cleans things up, brings that bounce rate down, which signals to the, um, the ISPs that you're a quality sender. Yeah? You mean business. <laughs> business. That's right. So that one's nice and basic. But then 
okay, you, you've, you've cleaned up your deployments a bit. The ISPs are liking what you're doing. Well, look, let's talk about how to make a banger email include work really well. So we're gonna reach back and we're gonna talk to buyers from the past. Buyers who've maybe walked away, but key finding, when we talk to buyers who walked away a long time ago and show them a deep discount, they come back. They come back to your loving arms. We want them back in our loving arms. So we'll talk about how to do that safely and compliant. So we wanna obviously comply, can spam castle, and we wanna make sure that we do it in a way that doesn't negatively affect your inboxing. So first of all, have they subscribed ever and are they able to receive emails? So they must have subscribed ever. That means they filled out, they, they did the, the form, they got uh, 10% off, they got subscribed, right? And able to receive emails means they haven't unsubscribed. So this means you're not relying on implied consent. Implied consent on buyers who've not subscribed is good for like a year. We wanna go back a bit further than that year. So we need to make sure that we are, aren't relying on implied consent and we're contacting real su subscribed buyers. So first those two things, of course, that makes you compliant. Then uh, one plus order ever. That makes it a buyer. By the way, you can do this too with zero orders ever and do it for prospects. The, the, um, the engagement will not be nearly as high. And in fact, you've got a much higher chance of really like melting your deliverability. So I'm showing you something that's safe. Buyers, buy, right? So you've got a really good chance of getting good results when we do this with buyers. Uh, that's why I've included that here. So say one plus order ever, it's a buyer. Then um, we start to clean it up. We want to make sure that, um, that we're going to get the, 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 the best inboxing and the best engagement. So zero bounces ever. If it's ever bounced ever, just pull it out. We're not messing around here, right? Um, I'll skip down to this one here. We also want to make sure they're going to engage. So bounces, I think we discussed, bounces, a lot of time, it's just a full inbox. Someone's walked away from that email address. For whatever reason, they moved to a new, a new address or maybe got married and changed their name and changed the got a new email address. Who knows, right? That kind of stuff happens all the time. So we want, if we want to make sure they engage, we're going to say they've got two plus clicks ever or two plus active on site ever or two plus checkout started ever. So I call that a visit. If they clicked twice, that's like two visits. Active on site twice, actually that's three because active on site is by definition a repeat visit. But point being, if they've done two of these things, they're going to engage, right? Like I say, you know, you, you pulled out the zero bounces, so you know that they are at least interacting with that email address. Very likely they're interacting with that email address. And then you know they're interacting with you, right? Now, they haven't done it recently. This is what they're outside of your segment. These are outside of your general segment. We're, we're, we're finding a new audience to speak to. But there's a really good chance they're gonna engage with you because they've got a history of engaging. If two doesn't seem like a high number, it is. If you go in to your, to your list and start counting how many people have clicked zero, one, two, three plus times, the number of people who have clicked three plus is so small. Your audience is actually full of people who don't even know who you are. Your list is full of people who have no idea who you are, right? So we're gonna restrict it. They definitely know who you are. Um, and then finally, the actual target, the people we're targeting, first active, less than 730 days or whatever. Listen, this is, this is, they, they, they were in the list for two years, right? This is gonna go back and get some of those buyers from a couple of years ago. But right? not, all the, not all the garbage that would come along with it. That's right. That would wreck your deliverability. Best of both worlds. Yes. This number can be whatever you want. I don't want you to do anything crazy or weird. Just try 730. You're gonna get some old buyers. You're gonna be happy. Uh, I don't want anyone to, to blow up their email world. 
But I do want to show you some ideas about how you can make more money, right? So this is a, a pretty good place to start. Yeah? Nice. Banger emails. Yeah. I like the terminology. Any headline, any headline with the word banger is going to land. Love banger that. email yeah. includes. That's a, a whole – I just – I like it. But then also some emails are stinkers, right? You know, not every email can be a banger. Some emails are stinkers. So what are we going to do? We're going to tighten up on our stinkers. I just showed you how to really loosen up on your bangers and reach some previous buyers in a safe and um, compliant way. Now, in between these uh, bangers where you're sending to your largest audiences, you want to signal to Gmail and, uh, and all their buddies, all the other ISPs. You want to signal. We, people are into our messages. People like our messages. They engage with them. So you should inbox us. So we do an exclude. A stinker email exclude. So has clicked less than twice ever, has been active on site less than twice ever, has started a checkout, less than two checkouts started, and first active is greater than 60 days and clicked email zero times in the last 60 days. Let's talk about this. They've been around for a while. The first active is greater than 60 days. The, the address has been around and it hasn't clicked recently. So if someone is new or they've clicked recently, they're in, no problem. Your engaged people are in. But the unengaged ones, um, they must have clicked twice. It's kind of like this one. We say they must have kind of clicked twice. This one, they must have clicked twice. So if they haven't, if you've got these addresses that are in there, and they're maybe in your engaged list because you might do engaged 180, this is going to say, okay, fine. But pull them out if they're not really active. And what that's going to do is you're going to double your click-through rate on this message. So you got this stinker. It's not the one that's really going to drive the results. Just pull the addresses that aren't clicking a ton out. All your high clickers are going to get it. They're going to click. You get great inboxing. Give us some quick hallmarks of when you say banger, you mean like that's going to be the, the email where you're, you know, you've got your big offer kind of, you've got your really nicely designed. What's, what's a, give me an example of, of a stinker email. Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, we, we have talked about before that Black Friday, you know, let's imagine you're doing like five, 10 messages, however much you're doing. Some people, some people are sending a message every day. It's, it gets pretty insane. Um, some of the messages, it's like your core offer. You're showing your core offer. It's like this thing is 40% off, whatever it is, right? That's a banger. People are going to see the subject line. They're going to see the, um, the, the kind of hero, and they're going to click and they're going to buy. Then you got some supporting messages. Hey, you know, let's talk about um, maybe you got side offers, additional offers, just to, just to keep things interesting for your engaged group. But you're not really leading with this thing's 50% off, this thing's 40% off. You've got something else that you're leading with. That's actually going to get less engagement. That being said, you can't just have every single email the same. So we do have to have these emails in between that talk about other things. The point is, since it's not leading, I mean, the, the, your less engaged audience, they respond to, to your, your Black Friday offer. That's it. And I've done this research. Um, you will obviously have less people from your unengaged group over the course of Black Friday open an email ever than, than people who are engaged. And most people, the, the most common event is someone purchases on the first open. So it's Black Friday, let's say I'm doing like 10 emails or something like that. The most common event is someone opens one email and they purchase, right? So what you want to do is get those really, really unengaged people to just, to just open and buy. And we're going to do that by, you know, these, these kind of banger includes, right? Just really, really increase your reach on those. But then when you're doing one of these in-between messages, that's maybe talking about a side offer, um, you know, highlighting 
highlighting something else like uh, like reviews, customers served, you know, just, just speaking to something else. That's where you tighten it up because you're not trying to reach those really far back addresses in that case. You're just trying to reach people who are generally engaged with your messages. How's and that? you'll have better results and the ESP will, it'll just go towards the quality of your entire email program then by tightening up on those sec- those secondary messages. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you think about it, you've got someone who, who is like, it's been more than a year and they're just like, they've wandered away. Don't waste their time with, hey, check out some of our reviews. Yeah. Just show them what's going to work, which is, hey, this thing's 40% off right now. Yep. Like, whoa, that's what's going to get the engagement. Someone who is actively shopping you, they're engaged, they're interested. Yeah, show them like the additional side messages and, and the additional branding and, and, and focus that on them. Cool. Then it starts becoming a complete makeover, <laughs> right? Because if, you're, if you really want to improve your inboxing, I mean, we just talked about actually two different audiences. We talked about an engaged audience and an unengaged audience. So most people don't actually have their segments in a life cycle. It blows me away. They've got like engaged 180 days and it's actually built wrong anyway. And what that's saying is we're going to send emails to this brick of people and on your stinkers, right, we're going to include the unengaged people and they're not really going to click and it's going to drag down your click-through rate, you know, overall. And it's going to signal to Gmail and his buddies, uh, you know, we don't really send emails that our clients like. So the easiest thing you can do to optimize that is to start sending more emails to your engaged users and less emails to your less engaged users. And we do that by taking your 180 engaged or whatever that thing is, 120 engaged, whatever that segment is, clone it, okay? And watch this. This was kind of like, we talked about the peanut butter toast, Eric. We're going back to the peanut butter toast here. Let's make that peanut butter toast for campaigns. We were making, we were making flow toast before. So you clone that thing and on one, and you say, first active less than 60 days, placed order zero times, right? Those are your recent prospects. You clone it again, and you say, first active greater than 60 days, placed order zero times. Those are your stale prospects. Clone it again. You're only changing two things. You're just adding two things to this, whatever your engaged, single, monolithic segment is you've been using forever, right? Clone it again. First active less than 60 days, placed one order. Those are your recent buyers. First active greater than 60 days, placed one order. Those are your stale buyers. And then finally, one last time you clone it and you say, Placed order two plus. Those are your repeat buyers. And you got a little life cycle, five segments. You want to get everybody over here, right? And all you had to do is just do four clones and just change a couple little things. Now you've got your peanut butter toast, like we discussed before. And so you're going to send, send all these and go and clave you and look at the results. Go and look at, you can look at segmented results. Most people don't know it because they send to one monolithic segment. And you're going to see, hey, wow, these recent buyers really, really have an awesome click-through rate and revenue. And oh, these, these stale prospects, they're stinkers, right? So what do you do? On your stinker emails, don't send the stinker segments. You don't, don't get two stinkers together, right? But send these guys, oh, for sure, right? Because they got really good engagement. And they're, they're, they'll, they'll, buy, they'll buy anything because they just are super into your brand. And of course, always send to your repeat. So when you start doing that, you're, we're making over your email channel right now. Now you've got a, a customer life cycle. And this customer life cycle isn't only your email customer life cycle, it's also your general customer base. Because all your customers are going to be in here, right? I mean, anyone who unsubscribes isn't, but people who unsubscribe, they tend to stop purchasing anyway. So this is also just your customer base, and you can see your customer base. How about that? 
Pretty cool. And you're not varying the messages between these. Are, are, is there ever an instance where you'd be varying the messages between these segments in order to try to move them along? Or is it just basically the clone? Yeah. You. So you. those are two separate things. One, yeah. yes, of course you can. Now you've got your buyers separate from your prospects and you can send buyer emails, right? Of course. Uh, you've got prospects, so you can send messaging saying, hey, you know, you can speak to your non-buyers, basically, right? Um but the biggest, you like, when we think about our email channel, our biggest constraint is always content. You can segment, 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 segment. They're dynamic segments. You can segment to the nth degree. If you don't have content to address those segments, those segments are of no use. So first of all, that's why it's a five-segment lifecycle. So the easiest way to use this is to decide who you include in the existing content you're already building. Right? So rather than, okay, we're going to speak to our buyers separate from our prospects and double the number of emails we, we send, rather than that, say, hey, we're going to pull the unengaged prospects out of some messages and send them half as many messages to bring our click-through rate up. You will sacrifice a bit of revenue. In some cases, if you're not, if you're not being inboxed, you're actually, your revenue will go up. Yeah. If you're not in the inbox and you start doing this, you will send less emails and make more money. If you are in the in, in, in the inbox, you will um, it will decrease revenue a bit, but it will allow you to increase your sending frequency, and you can send more messages to your engaged users. So in times like Black Friday, which is how we even got on the phone today, right, or on video, yeah. is okay. People are like, I want to send an, an email every day right now. <laughs> Some people are just sending so many emails. You can do this to keep that engagement up while you are um, pummeling your audience's inbox in a friendly way. With value. Yeah, with nothing but value, of course. Value pummeling for Black Friday. The days are getting shorter, shopping lists are getting longer, and marketers' hair joins the autumn leaves in the deciduous tradition of falling out. That's right, it's November, and that means it's e-commerce go time. This Q4, make one-to-one conversations with your customers, your number one revenue channel with PostScript. With innovative technology, a customer-first mentality, and products like SMS sales and Fondue Cashback, PostScript is the preferred SMS revenue platform for over 12,000 Shopify merchants. With PostScript, you'll learn SMS best practices, data-driven sending strategies, list growth tactics, and so much more. You can learn more about PostScript and receive an exclusive offer by visiting postscript.io DTC. Okay, we're, we're going to continue this makeover. Look what we just did. We're now like marketing to a life cycle. We've cleaned up, um, we did the bounce exclude. We got some awesome previous people that we've marketed to uh, that walked away, but we're gonna get them back. We're doing all this stuff. But you need to have uh, like a little reality check, a little pulse check. How is how is all this doing? Especially, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody on, who's watching should wholesale do every single thing I'm doing, discussing here on the 16th. I might take some of the things that you feel comfortable with, but let's say you did. Let's say you said, we're going to implement the makeover 100% in the next two weeks. You better have some deliverability watch to just understand what's happening, right? So this is what you want to see. Click it's Clavio. Click on the little deliverability tab. You, it's the same for other, other tools. And when you see this nice, happy kind of, it's all about the same Gmail, Hotmail, Verizon. They're all kind of looking about the same um, click-through rate. Forget open rates. Click-through rate. That's what you want to see. The first domain that starts causing you trouble is Gmail. They are the largest domain. It's usually like 70% of addresses in the US. Um, it's the largest domain and it's the pickiest. So 
when you start seeing a problem there, you, when you start seeing this, Gmail is like down here and the Verizon Hotmail, this is bad, right? So this would indicate that um, you, know, you are doing too much. So sending too many messages, maybe you need um, some excludes. We're gonna talk about some more excludes. But for instance, you might wanna use that stinker message exclude a little more often, right? And just uh, decrease what you're sending, you know? You might wanna use the banger include only on um, bigger bangers. So this is your first check to just make sure. If you see this, you're probably fine, right? Secondarily, I mean, you know, let's just look at some numbers that you wanna see. Your bounce rate, you know, below half a percent. Spam rate, below 0.04. It should be 0.03, but I see people in Black Friday operate at 0.04 and it's gonna be okay. Um, maybe, you know, after the promotion, bring that down, of course. Unsub rate, I said 0.06. I mean, unsubs aren't that bad of a signal for email. I mean, spam is a bigger signal. Uh, but if it's not, if it's above that, you're really eating in your list. Like you're just you're just eating future revenue because you're unsubscribed, especially when you're increasing your deployment frequency. Unique click-through rate above a percent. Some brands it actually just because it, this is the, this is not necessarily deliverability. Some people just um, some brands just get less clicks. Maybe it's a re really competitive industry. Um, so this is not a hard fast rule, but we try to keep it above a percent. And then your unique, unique open rate, uh, definitely um, above 35%. So if you've got these metrics, and if you've got kind of a healthy looking Gmail comparable, probably fine. And so all the things that you're doing are working. But let's say you're having a trouble with Gmail, right? Oh no, that's bad. By the way, that was like, if you're having trouble with Gmail, you're having trouble. So <clears throat> um, some people, you might go through and you might check and you might see this. You didn't even implement any of this stuff. And you're actually seeing a problem with Gmail because that's just the way you've been operating because you've been using one monolithic segment. You haven't been using your life cycle to send more important emails to uh, engage people, etc. So you need a Gmail cleanup and you just apply this, Gmail, this exclusion to every send and it applies only to Gmail users. Less than two clicks ever and less than two active on site ever and less than two checkouts started ever, and first active greater than 60 days, and clicked email zero times in the last 60 days, and email contains Gmail. And you might recognize this, it's the stinker exclusion. You just go and clone your stinker exclusion and you say, contains Gmail. So now you can do that exclusion only on Gmail, and uh, if, you did, if you do this on Gmail, your Gmail results are gonna go like this and you're probably not gonna lose that much revenue because the unengaged group that you're marketing to, I mean, it's probably 15, 20%. If you're running well, it's 15, 20%. But I mean, if Gmail's not inboxing, you're losing more than that. So you're gonna see this, it's gonna go up. You actually might even make more money. And you just run that until you see your deliverability differential between these things start to look good on click-through rate. Okay, we're on the last slide. That was just like a firestorm. How are you guys feeling about that? I just, I just like that this is going to help. This is, it's, it's power packed, and it's going to help people who are have a reasonably healthy email system think about how they can improve it, and also people who've been maybe a little derelict in terms of monolithic sending. Uh, it's also going to help people. You've given enough tactics to help people dig out of the holes that they may have dug themselves in by by not being as attentive to their segmentation as they need to. So I just, I like, I like how how broad it is. It's a full makeover. 
Yeah. Full makeover. Yeah. This is like, I've seen some, some makeovers where they take, you know, someone like someone, this is good that you could be on the street and you could come out looking like a, you know, a silver Fox. I've seen a lot of those makeovers. I feel like we're, we're in one of those extreme makeover extreme. That's what it's called. You should do like, pick my email channel. Right? Extreme email makeover. That might be, a, there's so many titles for this banger includes, there's so many different things we have to fit into the title of this. So, so that was all a bunch of campaign stuff, but let's not forget your conversion funnel support. So especially like right now, you've got a couple weeks left. I mean, you got Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You might have probably have some holiday stuff too. So there's there's definitely time to use this. Um, but what you're going to do, especially like if you start doing the banger include and reaching back a bit in a very safe and uh, compliant way, and you end up driving more traffic with that, you're going to want the conversion funnel support really set up to convert that traffic. So here's some tweaks that you can do really, really easy. First of all, I set my first email to 20 minutes. So, you know, check out Abandon. Hey, 20 minutes later, you get the email. So a lot of people think it should be an hour. I've seen this one place online, never set it below an hour. That's just crazy. Set it to 20 minutes. And here's why. If you've, if, if you've built it right, you've got a rule that says, you've got two rules. Hasn't been in the flow in the last X number of days and hasn't done the event since starting the flow. So, I, you know, I haven't been in the flow for the last week for checkout started, and I haven't started checkout uh, since starting the flow. And those rules stop someone from just getting the email 10 times a day, right? Let's say someone's just like, they're shopping, and while they're shopping, ding, 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 all these emails are hitting their inbox, and it just makes you look foolish. So those rules are there. If you don't have this thing at 20 minutes, what can happen is people can say, uh, put something in their cart, and then before the email goes, add something else to their cart, and that will kick them out of the flow. So you want to have this to a very short period of time. If you're if you're doing it well, you're saying has started has not been in the, the checkout flow for the last seven days and has not started checkout since being in the flow. That is absolutely sane. That is perfectly normal. So keep this number small. You can afford to do that because you're not going to be just hitting them repeatedly, and you will get better coverage because you're going to get less false positives. That was a lot, right? Sorry, so. You guys are like deer. And how, how do you how do you avoid redundancy for that twenty minutes card abandonment sense? Because I'm thinking of a real example. Like I have the exact same card abandonment email that I get from Lulu, and the subject line is "Your taste is impeccable," and I get it all the time. How do you avoid redundancy so these things stay relevant? Yeah, first of, I mean, I've this is like a talk right from right from my pitch to to pr- to prospective um, clients. So the one thing I hate the most is caught you looking. And it's just like, it's just a picture of the thing you clicked on or, or picture of something in your cart and that's it. So we build those, we build those messages big and beautiful. So that, that message for me, that message has like three or four sections in it. You've got whatever the thing is, the cart or the browse, the, you know, the picture of the product. And then below that, maybe some recommendations. If it's a browse abandon, some recommendations, cause you know, they clicked on a product. So, you know, you can give them, give them recommendations. Um, uh, and that, those will those will be different every time you open it. Every time you open it, you're getting different recommendations. That makes it new. And below that, do some product marketing. Explain why your products are really good. Maybe put like some reviews. Um, and so you've got dynamic content and you've got rich content relative to someone who's that engaged. I mean, someone who's putting something in their cart or clicking on a product is so engaged that you put really specific and detailed content to help them understand why would I want to make this purchase? 
Don't put that in campaigns because people are just like blasting through campaigns. They're looking at the hero shot, they're clicking or they're not. You put that really detailed mess, that stuff in there, plus the dynamic content, the recommendations that change every time. And what's gonna happen is it's gonna be, one, a bit of a new email every time because there's some new recommendations. And two, if someone opens, gets that email more than once, they will find something new. You make it big enough that someone can find something new if they get it, you know, um, a few times. Now, if you've gotten that thing five or six times because you're that devoted of, of a, like most people, you go through and you look at the numbers, most people never get that email more than two or three times. That's just the way it is, right? So you're just a devoted customer. Um, if someone really wanted to go the extra mile, you would have to take that message, clone it, and have a, a branch that said, if someone has received this email more than three times, or if someone has clicked on this email before, that's an easy one. If they've, once, if they've ever clicked, and then you just actually have to have another message. But um, I think if we just work on making that message dynamic and rich with lots of information, you probably won't feel as uh, exhausted by it. It's definitely a banger moment. It's like that moment, like you say, it's like they are among the most engaged audiences that you have. So you might as well make it a banger message there and not just send something sort of out of the box, which it sounds like our friends at Lululemon are doing. If you're listening, Lulu, switch it up. Come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. What? So here's the second thing. And now this, now this is getting a little pushy. This is getting a little pushy. I don't recommend you keep doing this after the season's through. But I mean, why did we all put together all of our Black Friday promotions for hugs. We put all our Black Friday promotions together to make some money, right? So do the second email eight hours later. Forget it, just do it. Just get in their inbox when they're thinking about making that purchase, especially if they're gonna be getting a ton of other Black Friday promotions from everybody else, right? So if they put it in their cart or they browse it in the morning, they're gonna get another reminder in the evening. And if they're doing it at night, they're gonna wake up in the morning and there it is, right? So now that is pushy. So I would, I would reverse that after the season. I'd probably leave that at 20 minutes forever though. Um, listen, set your coupon, if you've got a coupons in there, in general, set the expiry to 30 days. Don't let it last forever and don't do it too early. You don't want to create carts that, that expire. And then finally, this is specific for Black Friday, of course. Turn the, if you've got coupons in there, turn those emails off and just put a Black Friday banner at the top of every message, just a little image that just says what the Black Friday offer is. That's basic stuff. Right? If you do this to your funnel support, I mean, we just fed lots of people in. We took all the bad stuff out, which lets us send more messages. We got, we checked the deliverability. We got so much inboxing. We got so much inboxing. And now we're doing the absolute best we can with that inboxing. That's a makeover. Anybody who does that, your, your channel's gonna go up and to the right. I know, because we do this for our clients and their stuff just goes up and to the right. That's yeah. that is it's not just a makeover it's an ex, it's a it's an extreme makeover as well so let's not forget that it's an extreme um, makeover. yeah I don't have a lot to add I think we leave it there we're right at time I think there's a ton of value in this uh, bangers stinkers uh, extreme makeover <laughs> it's funny I I had some interesting talks with with someone recently and I'll I'll maybe bring those up on a future podcast with you uh, I I recently heard of someone who generated uh, over 15 million clicks on a single email we'll just leave that as a teaser and. Uh, Maybe next time we can talk about it. How big was the audience? Big audience. I think it's. It, I think it's like a several hundred thousand person audience. But they used AMP, which we haven't really talked about a lot. The, the sort of like the email HTML protocol or whatever, essentially to to unlock a deal for people that clicked an image a thousand times. <laughs> so he has now a segment of 60, 67,000 users who clicked an email a thousand times, and I can just picture of all the kids 
in their parents' house clicking something a thousand times. Wow. I mean, that's going to look great to Gmail. They're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Nice. So, Thank you guys. I've just been sending out emails and tweaking segmentation and just deep in Black Friday. But I hopefully I came together with something that just has a, a, a large scope and lots of meaning. And maybe some of these ideas will flesh out um, in the new year. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, just listen to this twice. Listen, everyone in the audience, if you're if you're looking, you need an email makeover. Listen to this. Listen to this podcast a few times. Click the links a thousand times, and uh, we'll be good to go. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See you guys. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're not getting the D2C newsletter, you can subscribe for free at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to learn more about Pilot House's all-killer, no-filler services, take off to pilothouse.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.